This is Banks and Commentary. I'm your host, Candace Banks, and welcome to the show. So today on the show, we're going to have my friend, Mr. Dominic Littleton, or Dom as we call him. He is the co-founder of the BTX Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization that's geared toward minority engineering students. Dom is also the co-owner of Yahtzee, which is a luxury boat rental service located at the wharf in Washington, D.C. This is a great episode for those of you who want to maybe start a nonprofit or a business and understand exactly what it takes, how to get investors, and how to make sure that your vision stays intact. So let's go ahead and get into the episode. One one way to like find drive, if you don't have drive, is just think about what you want. Like I think a lot of people kind of go through life and they don't think about the finished product. They don't think about where they want to be at this point in time in their life or at this age or you know or you know and and, you know where do they want to see their kids where they want to see their family like think about all of that and you'll get some drive hey dom how's it going i'm good i'm good everything is good how are you i am doing well thank you so much for joining us on the show today uh for the people who don't know dom dom is uh dominic littleton he is the owner. Would would you would you call owner, creator, founder of um, Yahtzee here in the DMV DC area? I gotta give partner a shout out. I'm co co owner. You know, shout co owner. <laughs> co owner. Yes, and he's also one of the co founders of the BTX Foundation which we'll talk a little bit more about once we get into our interview here. But Dom, tell us, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Um, where did your, your, your journey with financial literacy begin and all that good stuff? Okay, okay. That's, that is a very extended answer. Um, <laughs> I <will> not, <laughs> we have time. <laughs> I will not take up the whole time talking about myself like that. But um, first, thank you for having me on the show. I'm very- Of course. Um, you know, I feel like I'm on, on like Breakfast Club or something. I was, <laughs> I've been excited to do this for a while. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm really appreciative of you having me on the show today. Um, of course. And the, in, the intro, you know, thank you, of course. <laughs> of course, uh, of course. A little bit about me, let's see. Um, so I'm from the area, from the, the DMV area. Um, grew up in Maryland. Uh, went to University of Maryland. I uh, was an engineer student there. Uh, so I got my diploma. Um, and, you know, from there just took off uh, my, I guess, um, experience with financial literacy started when I was young. Uh, mm-hmm. I was, you know, in middle school or even elementary school, you know, just little things like, oh, I'm going to cut grass and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> cut grass and start a business, I started a little lawn mowing business and things like that. Nice. So. It, it's it's been a long time coming to where I am now, and we'll we'll get more into into that background. But um, you know, now currently, like you said, I, I am co-owner of Yahtzee, um, which is a boat rental company um, at the wharf uh, in DC. Mm-hmm. I'm also a co-founder um, and vice and sit as vice president for the BTX Foundation, uh, which is a nonprofit mm-hmm. organization that uh, me and some other people created. Um, that is focused, really focused on giving back to uh, minority engineering students at the University of Maryland. Um, and we plan to do much more uh, for those students, not just at the University of Maryland, but expand to other schools as well. Um, one thing I, I'm really big on is giving back 
Um, and so as I, as I move forward, I try to always reach back and help those achieve the, the goals that I ha- had set for myself back then. Um, mm. I th- yeah, I think that's, that's, a, that's a very, very quick intro. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So you talked a little bit about like when you were younger, you would like start a lawn mowing business and all that stuff. So what was your relationship with money and entrepreneurship growing up? Uh, when I was young, I, I was like a hustler. I, I just, <laughs> I, I just love the grind, you know, um, always thinking of ways to make money. You know, I was like that, that little kid who would, who would bring, bring candy to school and sell it out, out of his locker, you know? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I used to sell erasers. Whatever yeah. <laughs> they buy, you know, we, we got. <laughs> so that, that's really how it started. Um, I think the first real like taste of like business um, that I got was really with that lawn mowing company. I can't remember how mm-hmm. old I was. My mom could probably tell you the story. They, <laughs> but um, I, I was probably in I'm trying to think in middle school, and I I did this with another friend in my neighborhood. Um, and so we just started because I, I used to cut grass for like a couple of neighbors and we're like, well, mm-hmm. we should start a business. We made flyers. We were hanging them up around the neighborhood. What? Yeah, <laughs> we were serious. Um, you know, we, we had, we probably at one, at like our peak, we probably had about 15 clients. Like we were, what? we were making, we were, we were bringing some money in. We were bringing some slight money in. Uh, That's awesome. <laughs> and so my mom like, my baby, my baby could be business man. Like, <laughs> It was it was destined from there, um, and then financial li- like just financial literacy itself. Um, I've always just been interested in just how how money moves, um, how people mm-hmm. make money, manage money. Um, even even in like high school, I would always take like these budgeting classes and all. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, they have different tracks when you're in high school. Like, oh, you want to mm-hmm. business track or you know, like extra biology classes and stuff. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, the business classes was always something I enjoyed. Like that was just a pastime of mine, like researching business and um, always stayed up to date with like technology because I am an engineer, but also like mm-hmm. how that affected like companies and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I remember Tesla, I was, mm-hmm. I, I, I saw Tesla when it was $50 a share. Oh my God. <laughs> it's funny now because my partner, uh, Jakeef, who you know who I who I've done Yahtzee with, uh, right? He he saw he saw Tesla before me, so we both had this mind though. You know, we yeah. both had mind always looking for the the next thing and very financial mm-hmm. savvy and all of that. So, um, you know, it it just manifested itself into into the the businesses that I'm a part of today. That's awesome. That's awesome that you had that drive at such a young age, you know, and then to be able to see it now into the it, the uh, endeavors that you have is is definitely awesome. So tell us a little bit about the BTX Foundation. You mentioned you mentioned some of it uh, as a scholarship for minority students at the University of Maryland. But do you mind just going in a little bit about the mission? Of course, of course. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you that. One, our, our biggest focus when, when we created BTX, um, I'll kind of start from the beginning. When we created BTX, uh, we originally just wanted to do a scholarship. Uh, it was a group of a group of friends um, that we came through. We came through University of Maryland Engineering School, Clark School of Engineering, together, um, and it was just always a big thing for us. Saying when we are able to, we want to give back. Um, the first first thing we thought of was like, oh, scholarship. Um, 
And so, you know, we, we went and spoke to the school, like different ways that we can put this together. Um, and it was important to us while having a scholarship that we were giving that scholarship to someone who kind of represents and reflects who we were as, as students as well. Um, so that was something that we were kind of working through. Um, from there, it kind of just blossomed. Uh, we never at first anticipated creating a complete nonprofit. Uh, very, I, I couldn't even tell you how we really got to this place. I think <laughs> originally, so when we were trying to do the scholarship, we were talking to the school and trying to figure out what is the best way for us to do this. Um, and we couldn't really see a way that we could, that a way that we could have the scholarship and it be ours and it reflect who we were. And so we were like, well, we can do it ourselves and not through the university. Um, and then that's where, that's where we got the full BTX foundation. Um, and so I, I'll, so in our mission is what you really asked, what you really want to know about. <laughs> um, we have, we have three uh, different principles that we stand on. And so I, I'll, I'll give you that information. So the first one is to provide support um, to upper, underrepresented minorities in the field of engineering. Uh, the second is to ease some of the financial burdens uh, undergrads face. And then the third is to help strengthen the engineering community through encouragement and collab of collaboration, uh, well-roundedness well and academic excellence. Nice. So those are word for word our, our, missions, our mission statement. Um, and I'll give a little shameless plug. You can go and look at our website, um, read all about us, read about our mission, our goals, our vision um, at the btxfoundation.org. So please go mm -hmm. check us out. Um, yes. But yeah, so the, that's, that's our mission. Um, and we're consistently trying to find new innovative ways to accomplish those, those three goals. That's awesome. And you said that I was reading, I was reading on the btxfoundation.org that y'all started with a group chat. So what was that initial conversation and how, <laughs> how did that start? <laughs> the group chat is very funny. It's a very funny story. So we had this class, um, electronics and uh -huh. you know, we, we were just trying to do whatever we could to make it through the class. Like, you know, <laughs> I think we, we all didn't know each other at the time, but, you know, we were all black students in, in a very, you know, in a, in a discipline yeah. where there's not too many of us. And, right. you know, we're like, okay, hey, like, we should, we should get together, study together. Like, you guys study for the test. Did you, did you do this homework? Whoop -de -whoop. Um, and so we, we actually just started a group meet and we're like, hey, we're just going to add people. So I think I was like one of the... I think I was one of probably the, the last people to be added out of the, out of the all nine of us um, into that group chat. And, you know, it was just a, a safe space, you could say, but a, a space where we all just came together and just tried to work together to make it through that one class. It started with just that one electronics class. And then from there, it was history. Like you, once you have your little group of people, you know, who support you and, and you know, hey, did you do the homework? Hey, you're slipping, you know, like yes. <laughs> holding you accountable for, for yes. what that you need to do. You know, if you need some help, I'm not getting it. They do that. And it's all the way around because, mm -hmm. of course, we're all we're all college students at the time. We're not always on our on our top of our game, you know. Right, um, right. <laughs> you know, some, right. What, given at any point in time, one of, one of us nine was at some party, you know, and didn't, <laughs> didn't, 
didn't really study as much as they wanted to or, you know, and vice versa. So we, we were all mm-hmm. like each other's support group. Uh, through That's that. good. And, you know, it just really blossomed into a family. Uh, mm. that's what really created so I remember when our one of our founders which is uh Dania like she was one of the first to graduate um mm-hmm. and well him her and Marcus uh mm-hmm. one of the first to graduate out of our group and we had like we had bought um Bel Air bottles of champagne and we oh okay yeah we we, we always have to do it big and okay <laughs> and we wrapped them but this is the funny part we wrapped it with like our notes from one of our classes <gasps> as a present and so on graduation day like we brought we brought it to them it's like here you know what i'm saying like congratulations that's so cool uh and then you know obviously took it apart and sprayed it everywhere you know enjoyed mm-hmm. ourselves so it, it was it was a good time and we, we kept that tradition going so that's good that's good y'all y'all had that engineer money you could spend <laughs> on the belly no, <laughs> we didn't have no engineering money yet they were supposed <laughs> to graduate we we had college student money which wasn't much we was straight <laughs> to make that happen but we had them oh, mowing lines <laughs> mowing lines out yeah know. i had maybe a couple couple dollars left over from that <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice. So for people who may, I feel like DJ Envy right now, where he's like, <laughs> he's always like, for the people who don't know. <laughs> but anyway. Definitely breakfast. <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> so for, for people who might be wanting to start a nonprofit or something similar to what you all have started, like a, mm-hmm. a, a scholarship, how, what were the logistics of getting that and standing that up? And what did that look like? Um. I, I think the, the most important thing outside of logistics is mm-hmm. really just that ambition and that urge to want to give back. Like, cause I, I'll say that, um, you know, there's been a bunch of people who I've, I've heard talking about giving back and things like that, but you have to have that, you have to have that something in you that just pushes you to figure out a way to do it no matter what. If you mm-hmm. have that, it's not difficult. You know what I'm saying? Don't let any mm-hmm. obstacle don't let any logistics stop you from making that happen. There's always a mm-hmm. way that you can find that you will enjoy um, and be mm-hmm. able to give back to, to the, the community in which you came from. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. like the first thing. Cause that's really, we didn't mm-hmm. know how, we didn't know anything about logistics. We didn't know what the hell we were doing, you know? Yeah, we for sure. Um, but I, I think like logistic wise, it turned out to be a lot easier than we anticipated. I think we made hmm. it hard on ourselves at first cause we were just thinking so big that we were trying to do all of these things instead of like kind of just starting small and then trying to grow from there. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the process for making like an actual nonprofit, uh, you first have to like create an LLC. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you then you go and try and get your nonprofit standing uh, with the IRS, mm-hmm. your 501c3. Um, but that those two things, creating an LLC is very easy. Uh, mm-hmm. I've done, created multiple LLCs, even outside mm-hmm you know, BTX and Yahtzee, like I've done that before. Um, I had mm-hmm. other companies I was a part of while I was in school, the university. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the 501c3, like once you have a couple meetings and things like that, um, mm-hmm. they have like, you can find all of this online. I literally mm-hmm. just like looked up like how to create a nonprofit, how to create <laughs> like really. Google, man, yeah. Google. Google's your best friend. Like sometimes, you know, we forget, but like everything is on Google. Like even me, sometimes I'll, I'll be asking somebody just a random question. Like, have you Googled it? Like, I guess I could have Googled it. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you're trying to be smart or not, but <laughs> I, I'll check it out, you know? Um, but yeah, then just get that 501c3. 
Um, now they have like an express nonprofit 501c3 uh, process. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the information that you had to send to them before, which is what really made it extraneous process, you don't have to do now. You essentially mm -hmm. just certify or confirm that you have these things, these, these items. Mm -hmm. And then they and then they'll give you your your certification. So um, mm -hmm. well, it's not too hard logistically. You just got to kind of like dive in. You know, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Don't sit there and like try everything planned out and everything like together. Like just mm -hmm. jump in, you know, jump yeah. in and you'll figure it out. That's that's all yeah. for me. I'm a I'm, I'm the type to jump off the cliff and figure out you know <laughs> I'm gonna land later, but. <laughs> Like, oh, well, you know, we'll figure it out. Something will happen. That's always been me. Not saying that that's the best way to go about it. <laughs> Not at all. Not saying it's the best way to go about it. But, you know, that's just my personality. But, but I think, go oh, ahead. go ahead. <laughs> I think it's good, though, because sometimes you just have to jump. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like we get so caught up. We get analysis paralysis and we don't, we're so afraid to jump and go. You just have to go in and, and, and learn as you go and things will get, you know, better as you go. That's that agile approach, you know, just, exactly. just do it. Right. So I definitely, I definitely feel you. <laughs> and you know, you know, you know. <laughs> Those words. <laughs> So um, how'd you go about advertising the foundation um, and, and making sure that these minority engineering students did get access to the tools and also the scholarship that you all have? Hmm. Uh, that's a great question. That's a question we are still answering now. Um, so we're mm -hmm. still trying to find um, different ways to really garnish mm -hmm. um, exposure and, and interest in, in, our, in our nonprofit um, mm -hmm. launched. Uh, in September and when mm -hmm. we launched uh, the first thing that we do just through connections and networking that we still had available within the school um, we were able mm -hmm. to set up a uh, zoom call through uh, CMSE which is one of the Center for Minorities of Engineering mm -hmm. in the at the University of Maryland uh, mm -hmm. we set up a call with them where they invited students to come and we could tell students about us they could ask us questions things like that it was a great it was a great event mm -hmm. Um, we had a, a good amount of engineers that, that came to that. Um, and then also our connections with BES. So we have um, the mm -hmm. We still have connections with, uh, I believe, all of us were, were a part of NSBE. At least mm -hmm. the majority of us were uh, a part of NSBE. And so we lean, on, we lean and leverage those, those um, relationships to kind of like get our name out there. But it's still something, we're still very fresh. So you know, we're still trying to find more ways to get more people to um, come and, and, and take interest to, to what we're doing and take advantage of the resources that we're trying to offer. Um, That's good. One, one thing is like our, for our scholarship, you know, mm -hmm. we only have a couple, we have a couple people applied so far. So we're like, hey, mm -hmm. we're giving out free money, guys. Like, yes. <laughs> Come, come, come get it for so, those people listening make sure you go up there to the website and see what you need to do to get that scholarship exactly that's free bands like yes you gotta get that. <laughs> yes um so going off of that i know that you all have a scholarship but you also have like networking opportunities that you want to provide and maybe some mentorship things so what do you recommend for listeners who may currently be engineering students and looking for scholarship opportunities or these mentor or internship opportunities as well i suggest you reach out to btx foundation yes that's it Period. <laughs> you can 
DM us, you can email us, you can tweet us, any any way you can find us, hit hit us with a hey, I, I'd like to talk to you guys more about this, that, or the third, and we're open. Like we we nice, are very good. eager to to engage with you all. Um so good. it's very simple. Reach out to us. Um we have Instagram, we have Twitter, um, all the BTX Foundation on everything. Uh, we have our website, you can email us. And then you can also DM any of us if you ha- follow any of us personally. Um, like, you know, I'll put my Instagram, Upper Echelon Dom. You can always mm-hmm. follow me. You can DM me. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I can guarantee that any, any of our other co-founders um, have the same energy. Good. That's good. Nice. Well, thank you for that, Dom. And make sure you hit him up. I'll put his information in the show notes so that you all can take advantage of that. And we talked a little bit about your personality, personality, like just jumping off and, you know, seeing where it goes. So what mistakes did you all make with, um, and, and I guess that you don't want to make the get again with the scholarship. I know you just started in September. It's early, but you might've learned some things as you're going through from September to, uh, now. Hey y'all, so this is Candace, and I had to interrupt today's episode because I need a favor from you all. So essentially, we want to get Banks and Commentary to 500 total downloads before the end of season one. Now to do this, I need you all's help. So go ahead and make sure you're subscribing to the podcast, you share the podcast with your mama and Niam, and you go ahead and download the podcast. The other thing that will help us out so much is if you leave us a review or you leave us a rating. Anything is helpful for us so that we can know how to improve the podcast for you all, our listeners. Okay, let's go ahead and get back into the episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like like you said, so I'm not going to call them mistakes, but I can tell mm-hmm. you things that we learned. Yes, sure. good, good. Never call them mistakes because you can learn from any situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think we learned that sometimes even... Even though, like I told you, my personality is kind of like jump off the the edge and figure it out <laughs> later. But even then, we we did have like analysis paralysis in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like one thing that took us so long to to get was our logo. Like we spent like mm. over six months trying to figure out what, what logo we were gonna use. Yeah, it was it was a big thing. I mean, we have nine people, so it's like we all oh, yeah. have different perspectives and different things that we wanted to see be accentuated in this logo. And so it was mm-hmm. like trying to have all those ideas manifest itself in, in something that we could all agree on was very difficult. Um, <laughs> but I can understand that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot, but, but it, was, it was a great learning experience. Um, I think one of the things that uh, we learned as a group and, and maybe these are things that we knew before, but just putting into practice is really just understanding different people's perspective, the ability to mm-hmm. communicate uh, within the group and, and, understand where other people are coming from the the ability to give and get you know you gotta, mm-hmm. you, you gotta compromise you know oftentimes or always mm-hmm. actually especially in when you're in a group um a group of people like you're not always gonna have the same exact thought process the same exact idea um but you know we're all coming from a place of good intent we're all coming from you know carrying our own experiences with us and so allowing everybody to to show that within the, this this organization that we all represent um, was something that we were really learning to do. Uh, and so I think that was one of the biggest things that we were able to accomplish as a group is just that understanding and that mindset uh, to work together. 
Mm, that's good. Good. Understanding mindset to work together. That's that's hard too, especially when you have nine people. So I can understand why it took six months <laughs> for the logo, you know. Think about it. People got a couple brothers and sisters and they, they can't even get it together. So yes. nine people is certainly a lot. Dang. Yeah. So anything else uh, before I switch over to Yahtzee, did you have anything else about the foundation that I didn't touch on that you want to let the people know? Man, I just want the people to come and visit us, come look at our website, read through, Mm -hmm. really try to understand what we want to do and be a part of it. And that's whether you want to, you're an actual student, you know, and take advantage Mm -hmm. of these resources, or if you graduated and you want to, you want to figure out how you can help us help other others, you know, you can mm-hmm. donate, you can, you know, especially when we get out of COVID area, you know, mm-hmm. volunteer opportunities and things like that, when we really start having in-person events. And there's so much that we're, we're planning to do right now. Um, if you work for, you know, a, a whatever, Deloitte or whatever company, you know, and you mm-hmm. want, you want to bring that, that company's resources to BTX so that we can bring that to the, the student body. Like there's absolutely a million different ways that you can get involved no matter where you are on your career in your career path um and mm. so reach out to us please nice nice we'll make sure hopefully this will get you all some more uh applicants and people who are interested in both donating and also you know receiving from the scholarship as well i hope i put put a fire up under a couple people so yes yes <laughs> So now, so up, upper echelon, Dom, you have so many hats, right? So, so you, you, you co-founder, <laughs> your co-founder of, of the BTX Foundation, and you also are one of the co-owners of Yahtzee, uh, which is located at the wharf. It is a luxury uh, yacht rental service. So can you explain a little bit more about Yahtzee and the co- company's mission and how that yeah. came to be? Um, so our, our company's mission, we really wanted us as Yahtzee to bring luxury boating to D.C. Um, mm-hmm. That's something that has, is, has been missing, is missing. Um, mm-hmm. And so that, that was our, that's just plain and simple. That's what we wanted to do. Um, and we wanted to do that in a way that was also cost effective for a lot of people. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're about the same age and we come from like same group of people you know and like this is I feel like something that a lot of people want to do but they don't have access to do it you know most of the time when you first really think about like the water it's just a hassle to really experience that and then you're also always either one paying an arm and a leg or you know you just can't find what you're looking for but Mm -hmm. when you see Yahtzee you realize Yahtzee is what you're looking for (laughs) (laughs) it's exactly what you were looking for salesman yeah, come I, on I gotta, I gotta put my, my little sales pitch in there uh, <laughs> but but yeah like that that's what we really wanted to do um you know my partner's been you know in boating all his life and and he's mm-hmm. really got me into boating uh, really a lifetime friend of mine um mm-hmm. and so you know when when this this idea just popped up it just it just worked it just fit it just it was so easy um mm-hmm. for us to work for us to like make this happen um mm-hmm. and so you know we were able to bring that bring that to the people um mm-hmm. this has been an amazing amazing year um Yahtzee yeah. been, did well beyond expectations uh nice loved it people have been coming out left and right uh Good. covid delayed us 
Uh, but once we, once we were in the water, it, it, it never looked back. Uh, That's awesome. So it, it's been a great experience so far and we're looking to do so much more. Yeah. I mean, even, even with COVID and disclaimer, Yahtzee has very strict safety precautions that they take, um, it, because of COVID, but even with COVID, you all were able to do so much in your first, you know, few months, maybe what, what is, what has it been like seven months, six months? I wouldn't even say that. I, I believe we, we got in the water in June. So yeah, five. Yeah. Five. Wow. In five months, y'all have done so much. So next year is definitely going to be booming for Yahtzee. Yeah. That is awesome. So yeah. you said your, your co, your co-owner, um, he also, you know, he had experience with boating. So how did this idea come about? Was this, was this another group chat or how, how did this one work? <laughs> we, we definitely have a couple of group chats. <laughs> um, it, this, this is actually really funny. So uh, mm-hmm. we, we both used to work, um, well, he more so, and I, I on my spare time, um, he kind of pulled me in like, hey, you want to do a couple hours on the mm-hmm. walk, this and that. So last year when I was at my old job, I would come down and work at the wharf with him a little bit just because, I mean, I liked being out there. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was always out there visiting him anyway. So he's like, mm-hmm. might as well, you know, get a couple of dollars while you're out here. So I was like, oh, right. that's easy for me. Um, and so, you know, as time progressed, like throughout the off season, you know, we weren't doing anything with, with the, you know, who we were working with before. And, you know, it's something that we kind of like chatted about, not really like, hey, like we should do something. Um, but mm-hmm. like Vance, like, yeah, like this would be tough if we did this or that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I can't remember the exact day, but we were in the car coming back from somewhere and he looked at me and he was like, yo, I, I found this boat and he showed it to me, you know, and he was like, like this, 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 this would be very tough. And I, I looked at yeah. him and I was like, what's up? Like, let's, run. let's do like, it. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go. And He's a, he's a, he's on the same time I am. Like we are. Good. That's why we're such good friends. But he he was like, say less. Like, what are we doing? And literally, like from that moment, like within the next week, we were putting together a business plan. We were wow. out numbers. We were, you know, like, okay, well, we need to finish this, and then we need to like look for investors, and we need to do this and the third, and and how long is it going to take us to get the boat here? All that. Like we were we were on go. Like we waste no time. We didn't wow. on the idea, nothing. Like once we in that car, we made a decision and said, let's do it. The rest was history. Wow. That is awesome. And it's, and that's so necessary. And we're going to probably get into this a little bit later, but just about surrounding yourself with like-minded people. We saw it with the BTX foundation. We see it here with Yahtzee, like your team, the people around you, your crew really does shape you who you are as a person and, and kind of pushes you. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit later, but uh, so <laughs> That's you talk to say about that. I'm, I'm ready to come back to that. <laughs> okay. Well, well, actually let's go to it now. You know, do you want to talk a little bit about that, about like the importance of creating a team and a support system and surrounding yourself with the right people? Definitely. Definitely. Like that is the, that has what is has is what had has made me to who I am today. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's maybe on myself also, but my ability to surround myself with those people. Um, but mm-hmm. also kudos to those people being who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. if you if you're just around people who have that same mindset as you, 
and you know who are ambitious who are always looking for the next thing who are always pushing to do more like mm-hmm. in all my group chats and this is I have multiple group groups of friends you know mm-hmm. and all of them it's nothing but achievement every day like mm-hmm. if I take a if I take a couple days off it's fire under my ass because I'll take yeah. today one of my line brothers said some one of my line brothers today said in the chat mm-hmm. just got my just passed and got my AWS cert wow come on come on slight work exactly slight work and it there's not a day that goes by that i don't see achievement in my phone from from one of my friends and so like Mm -hmm. when you have people like that around you it's just it makes you want to eat it makes you hungry it makes you want to want to achieve yourself and you like you can't not achieve like you you right it's impossible not to you know like right (laughs) uh you know and so we're all we're always pushing each other to do more always pushing each other to, to be great in whatever mm-hmm. career path, whatever you want to do. But also, as my group, we are all, as a collective, really focused and really, um, what, what is the word I'm trying to use, um, but really energized about giving back as well. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's one good. thing that, that is unique about the people who are around me. Because, I, I mean, mm-hmm. not, and that, it's not to say anything bad, but there's a lot of people who are ambitious and who want to move forward in their careers but I think it's a smaller group of people who want to do that and also focus on giving back uh, giving back to the community and that's one thing like every single person around me thinks you know um mm-hmm. me and my me and my partner with Yahtzee uh when COVID hit you know us being business savvy we were like oh we get masks and sell masks so <laughs> you know you quick quick yeah. decision They're- yeah you have to be able to quickly pivot Exactly. You know, whatever the people want, you got to give the people what they need. So exactly. I see opportunities when they come. So we saw opportunity, we took advantage of it. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we bought, we bought some, bought a bunch of masks and, mm-hmm. you know, we were selling them and we made some money. Uh, and then, you know, I think maybe a couple of weeks later, it was like, oh, like we can't, we couldn't get the mask anymore. Like mm-hmm. everything was bad. So you're like, oh, we could have bought more. And then my, my partner was like, you know, my partner, Jakeev is like, Yo, we, we should have just bought more to begin with. Like if, if we didn't sell them all, we could have just donated them, like donate them to the home. Yeah. And like, just like, you know what I'm saying? So yep, yep. that thought is like, you know, it, it's, it's very different, you know, because always mm-hmm. thinking about how we can also affect the community. And, and that's mm-hmm. one thing I love about my team as a whole. So, and that's, that's with good. everybody, that's BTX foundation. That's with my line brothers. That's with my friends from home. That's everything, everybody. That's good. That's good. And that's so necessary too. I feel like it's so easy for us as you progress in your career or you progress and achieve this certain level of quote unquote success. It's easy to become isolated and feel like, you know, this is just about me and mine. But the fact that you all actually look to other people and you're saying, no, it's not just about me. I want to lift someone as I'm climbing as well. That is just phenomenal. That is so good. So, so good. Um, Then also you talked a little bit about um, before we were talking about the team thing, you're talking about getting Yahtzee up and off the ground. So starting a business plan, finding the investors. Do you mind talking about like that initial investment, both like time and money that went into creating Yahtzee um, and, and turning it into what it needed to be? Uh, definitely, definitely. Well, I'm not going to give you guys specific numbers, you know. No, you don't have to do that. I understand that. A couple of things close to the chest. Uh, but <laughs> the, 
process itself, yeah, it was it was very quick for us. It was it moved very fast. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, we created the business, we created the business plan, um, and we did that again. Google how to mm-hmm. business plan, you know. But then right. we, we also leveraged relationships that we have. So like, I know mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people, a lot of people who've done business before. So I was, we I would sit there, you know, mock some things up, you know, go back and forth with my partner, and then. To go mm-hmm. take them, hey, you know, ask the, this person or that person, you know, who I know has a little experience. Like, what what does this look like to you? Does it, you know, make sense? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Third, come back, you know, again with agile method, you know, right? Very, iter- re- <laughs> very iterative. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, that was like the initial steps. And then once we had all of that like lined out, um, it was about finding the money, and that was like kind of like the hardest part but I think at the same same time like we never doubted ourselves like we knew right. like, we were like we're gonna make this happen no matter what we have to do right it was, right it was no option for us to not make it happen um mm-hmm. and so you know started leaning on different relationships that I had he started leaning on different relationships he had um talking to different people uh trying to find someone to invest now I'll say like in that in that part of the process you have to be very careful because it's like you're giving someone like the keys to your kingdom, but at the same time, mm-hmm. you're looking for some assistance, but at the same time, you don't want to give someone everything, you know? Right, right. You want to be able to keep your ideas, your idea. And so like, that's a, that's a balance that, that we learned um, um, to have. And, and I think, you know, we learned some, some big lessons along the way um, going through mm-hmm. that process. Uh, excuse mm-hmm. me. Uh, and so one, one, at one point in time, you know, we had someone who sat down with us and they, they were willing to give us the money that we were asking for. Um, but the terms weren't, the terms weren't what we wanted. Um, you know, and as someone who, or not just someone, but both of us like really put our all into this, like idea came up with the idea. We, we, you know, from, from start to finish, like we, we put a lot of work into this and it's our baby, you know? And so, um, the, the initial one investor, you know, he offered to double the money that we were asking for. Like, mm-hmm. I'll double it. Like, let's, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that the terms wasn't right. And, and I think right. that's, that's one big thing about business um, for anybody who's starting their own business is like, definitely go out there and hunt and, and be hungry and, and look for someone to, to, you know, help you out wherever you need it. But at the same time, know your worth and, and don't, don't sell yourself short, you know, mm-hmm. your dream or your plan or your, you know, whatever your gift is, like, don't ever sell yourself short, know your worth. Um, and, and if it's not the case, you know, you go back to the drawing board and make it happen. That's what we did. We would, we would step, we walked away from that deal. Um, mm-hmm. and as you see, Yahtzee is here and Yahtzee is living. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yahtzee is living its best life. Do you hear me? <laughs> Do you hear me? Yahtzee, uh, Y-A-T-C-H-S-Y on Instagram. Um, but anyway, can you talk a little bit about uh, expand upon when you're talking about uh, not giving too much away and understanding what that dance looks like? So what did you all learn in that process and how to deal with those specific conversations? Yeah, so this is something that I guess we were kind of going back and forth about because, you know, it's like, okay, well, we have to make this happen somehow, but like how much is too much to give away? Um, mm-hmm. Something that we didn't really know, um, we were kind of winging it. But I think that for sure, you always want to keep majority of your company. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, I would, I would, I would say don't ever give anyone 50% or more of your company, no matter what they bring to the table. If it's your idea, if you put your all into it, if you came up with it, 
you know, mm-hmm. don't ever give anyone more than 50% for sure. Mm-hmm. But from there, like it's all, it's all relative. It's honestly all relative. You, you, mm-hmm. I, can't, I, I can't really give you uh, a playbook to, to really, you know, put you go, help you go down one path or the other. Um, mm-hmm. I just have to feel it out and feel like what's right for you. Um, and also like get a feel for the investors or whoever you're talking to, because, you know, every investor is different. Um, mm-hmm. You know, do they have similar visions that you do? Um, you know, are they just like looking at just the numbers? Are they like maybe emotionally invested in it? Um, you know, like they want to like, when I say emotionally invested, like they really have like the same vision and they want to see it get to a certain point. Um, and not just looking at just like, oh, this would make me this much money. And, you know, um, right. those mm-hmm. are, and, and that's okay. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's investors who are like that and that's fine too, you know, but just know exactly what you're getting yourself into. Um, and, and knowing, you know, that, that investor's perspective is a, is a big thing. I think, uh, when it mm. comes to you looking for someone to, to work with you in your business. Wow. That's good. That's like, that's a gym right there. Cause whoever you invest with, you have to all, their values have to align with yours or else, you know, that what you're investing in will never get to the place where you initially saw it. So that, that's a gym right there. That's good. That's good. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> So like how were couple gems? <laughs> no, I you you have dropped multiple gems, but that one just that one just hit me hit me hard there. Um, so how are you able to kind of manage everything while work also working a full time job? You have Yahtzee, you have BTX, you probably have other things that you're working on. How are you able to like balance all that's happening in your life right now? Ah. Uh great question i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you i i will say i am not like the perfectly organized person that's for sure uh, no <laughs> you are probably 10 times better at that than me I, not even that is not me um i just i don't know i, I just love doing multi, i guess like multiple things i love, i'm just always on go I'm always on go. And so like at those times where I feel like I'm kind of stagnant, I'm like, okay, what do I need to do now? You know, mm-hmm. whether that's put more energy into what I'm, what I'm currently working on, or that's, you know, getting into some other endeavors that I was like looking at getting into in the future. Like mm-hmm. I, I just have to always be on go. And I guess I, that's probably what allows me to, to really be in so many different places and, and have <laughs> so many different hats, mm-hmm. as you say. Um, because outside of that, I really, I really couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like we have similar personalities in that way. Like I, I have to be doing something or else I'm like bored out of my mind. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I, I get that. And then I guess this kind of leads into my next question of kind of what motivates you during the quote unquote grind time. So while you all were building Yahtzee to what it is, while you all were having those meetings with investors, how are you able to stay motivated and say, and not just say, you know what, this is too much. I'm going to be done with it. Um, I think that kind of goes, well, twofold. So I think for me to not, to not, not just like give up, I think that's just me, my character, like, I'm just someone, I guess, an optimist, but I wouldn't even say that. I would just say, like, I'm just someone who always knows that there's a way. When you're, mm-hmm. If you're trying to get something done, there's a way to make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've always been been called, like, King Finesse. Like, all my friends <laughs> don't know how dumb 
you know, like <laughs> makes these things happen like all the time, but somehow mm-hmm. it always works out in his favor. Um, and I don't know either, but <laughs> you know, like when, when any, whenever I want to get something done, mm-hmm. I just don't quit. That's like, good. So I, I feel like my ability to not get down on myself in, in, those, mm-hmm. in those instances um, and just saying, okay, well, if it's not this way, fine. It'll mm-hmm. be another one, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's that mindset um, that, yeah. Good. That, that grind. That, that's all, that's, that's all it is. I, I won't even, I won't even get into anything else. Uh, you know, that's just what you want. Like, what do you, right. what do you want in life? Um, that's what keeps me grinding, you know, like mm-hmm. my, my own ambition outside of that. Um, Good. Where, where, Good. where do you want your life to end and what do you want to accomplish? I think for me, um, financially, I want, I want to be, I want to get to a place of wealth, generational wealth. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that's where I want to be financially. And then uh, on the other side, I want to, and, and as far as giving back, I want to inspire. Um, and mm-hmm. so I put both of those things together in pretty much everything that I do. And that mm-hmm. when I'm gr- in my grind season and I'm grinding, like that's what keeps me going. Right. You're right. That's good. And you talked, you talked about generational wealth. You have to have, first of all, you have to have the, the drive. And I feel like people always, you know, say, I want to do this. I want to do that. And they have no drive. One, one way to like find drive. If you don't have drive, just think about what you want. Like, I think a lot of people kind of go through life and they don't think about the finished product. They don't think about where they want to be at this point in time in their life or at this age or, you know, or, you know, and, and you know, where do they want to see their kids? Where do they want to see their family? Like think about all of that and you'll get some drive. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't just look, don't just take every day for what it is. Think about mm-hmm. where you want to get to. And if you really, really sit down and think about that, you'll find some drive. Somewhere at some point. <laughs> Definitely. You'll find that drive. Yes. So that's good. And, and you, and you, you know, you talk about seasons, like you're in your grinding season right now. This is, you know, kind of what you have to do to set yourself up and your family up to create that generational wealth too. So that's awesome. That is awesome. Um, so I know we're coming up on time here a little bit. So I have two questions, the same two questions that I ask everybody that comes on the show. Um, what is the best piece of financial advice that you never received? So I knew this question was coming too, right? <laughs> and I didn't prepare for it. I did not prepare for it. I was like, something, something transcendent is going to hit me at the time, and it's just going to, it's just going to work out. Didn't happen. Um, <laughs> best financial advice. Um, or you can even switch that to say entrepreneurial advice. I want to give. I want to give financial advice. I want to give financial advice. Okay. Um, but this, this is see. I feel like it's very generic. So my financial advice is like, you should one, look at where you are financially. Look mm-hmm. at where you want to be financially. Let that drive you. Like it's mm-hmm. so simple. It, it, yeah. it sounds very simple. Like it's it's basic, right? But. Yeah. If you have bad credit, if you have, you know, if you're not making the money that you want, if you, you know, want to build generational wealth or whatever, like you, all of that is doable if you just want it and you go look for it. Like, right. go to Google, go to YouTube, you can find all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I became a quote unquote, like, 
credit guru, like all my friends <laughs> about like how to improve their credit or like how to do this or that, just because I wanted to have good credit because I wanted to do things with my credit. And so right. I started researching credit. Like that's <laughs> it. That's literally it. It's not difficult. You know what I'm saying? Like it's nothing mm -hmm. magical. It's just about what you want. Like, like we were just talking about from, mm -hmm. you know, carrying over from the last question. Like, what do you want? If you want financial freedom, you know, mm -hmm. fine. How do you do that? You look, you go online and say, you can go online and say, ways to financial freedom. <laughs> Period. Period. And you get, exactly, get that first YouTube video out the way and go from there. Like, everything is accessible. Like, the day right. I'm living, everything mm -hmm. is so accessible. It's between that and leveraging relationships. Like, there's a lot of people around you that I'm sure are doing mm -hmm. something that you want to do or something that, that you know, you're like, oh, like, I wish I could do that. Talk mm -hmm. to them about it. You know, people got to step outside their pride sometimes or what, whatever you, you know, right. but leverage all of that, leverage all of that. And you can do whatever you want to do. You're good. You're, that is so good. And I feel like in like, at least in my financial independence journey, a lot of the advice is very simple. Like it, like what you just said, you know, it, you, you're apologizing that it's generic or what have you, but a lot of things are, are very, you know, step-by-step. Step. They're simple steps, but the thing that's not simple, though, is actually carrying through with it and mm -hmm. continue to carry through with it. Um, so, you know, thank you for that. I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's nothing that people won't, won't want to hear, so that's good. And then my last question is, what's next for you? I know you have Yahtzee or that you want to share because I know some people are like, yeah, I don't share with other people. But what's next? At least what do you want to see? Where do you want to see yourself? I'll say generically, what's next for me is, is financial independence. Mm -hmm. What's next for me is generational wealth. Mm -hmm. uh, what's next for me is owning multiple businesses and being my own boss. That's what's next for me, generally. But I, I can break it down a little bit more. I can break it down a little bit more. I think um, I definitely have some other moves that are in my pocket um, that that I'm, I'm inching close to. Uh, but I think a, a great thing, that a big thing I want to get into is real estate. I, I will say that um, it's, mm -hmm. it's a huge industry um, and it's great for building wealth, just simply. Like, mm -hmm. And no matter what career path you're in, no matter what you're doing, learn up on real estate because, mm -hmm. you know, even if you're not a, a real estate mogul or, you know, um, <laughs> you know, managing 68 houses or commercial real estate or whatever you have, it, you're going to buy a house at some point in time. Mm -hmm. If you want, if you're looking to, to increase your financial literacy and increase your, your financial wherewithal, you're going to buy a house at some point. Mm -hmm. So learn about real estate to some degree mm -hmm. for sure. Um, yeah. So real estate is a big thing that I'm trying to get into. Um, Yahtzee is, is we have some things coming for Yahtzee and we're going to okay. get, it's going, it, we're, we're going to have more than one boat Good. at some point. Uh, I'll say that for sure. A Yahtzee uh, charter. We need a charter. Okay. Yeah, we got some things coming down the pipeline. You know, we don't want to get everybody too excited, but just stay tuned. Follow our IG, follow our Instagram um yahtzee.dc for sure make make sure you put that in the in the notes as well i got you i got you <laughs> um and stay tuned we just had our last charter of the of the year um on halloween mm -hmm. and so now yahtzee is getting wrapped up for the season mm -hmm. Come next year we'll be back 
will be mm-hmm. back and will be better. Nice. Um, uh, and then BTX Foundation, um, we're really just looking to increase our, our workload, increase the amount of scholarships we're giving back and, and doing more um, events and, and have, create, bringing more resources to students. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then I'll just say, like, for me personally, um, so, I mean, I, as you know, I bought my house. Yeah. I bought my first house, so that was exciting. We're neighbors, um, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I can literally walk to her house. Like I can look out my window and see her house right now, which they don't know, which is really funny. <laughs> literally. Yes. Um, but, you know, maybe a second one at some point in time in life. Yeah. For sure in life. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. You're getting into real estate, so there may be another house that you want. But I think um, to, to bring it back to a, a foundational standpoint, I, I want to continue to inspire. Mm-hmm. I want to create generational generational wealth those are my two biggest things and mm-hmm. so i'm always looking for more ways to do that um mm-hmm. and so when you ask me what comes next uh i have like i said i have a couple of things you know in the holster but i really don't know mm-hmm. uh i'm also just i'm just looking for opportunities and when i see opportunity i'm going to take it if it if it helps me reach one of those goals mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be doing it that's good. That's good. Well, we're excited to follow you, Dom, and see, you know, what what happens and what life is going to look like for you because we know it's going to be all good stuff. So <laughs> we're very excited about that. Um, but before we go, uh, is there anything else you want to let people know, the audience know? I know btxfoundation.org, Yahtzee, Y-A-T-C-H-S-Y.D-C on IG, um, and then Upper 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 echelon dom right on instagram all right anything else you want to let the people know man i'm just i'm just so excited to be here i'm appreciative of you having me on the show of course Uh, we're looking forward to this for a long time so we got to do this again i i I would love to come back at some point and we we can you know sit and chat some more so i'm just thankful i'm thankful for you having me Good. Okay. Thank you for coming on the show. Like this is like the first season and um, these are people that I know and uh, I want people. Have, you have a lot of stuff coming. <laughs> you know. what, well, it was all talked about me, but we didn't get into what you got going on, which I know is amazing things. I, I know this Thank podcast you. is going to go crazy. So Thanks. I'm excited to sit back and watch and watch your, your brand explode. Thank you so much, Doug. Thank you. There you have it. Another great episode in the books and another great show guest. Thank you so much, Upper Echelon Dom, for being on the show. So as usual, I have my top tips for you all. And today we have seven of them. So the first is don't let the logistics of starting something stop you from giving back. Just go for it and figure it out as you go. The second is when you're starting something new, leverage existing relationships. These people will help you. Um, The third is surround yourself with people who are both ambitious and innovative because these are the people that will continue to help you grow. The fourth is Google is your friend, boo. Just like the last episode when we said that YouTube was your friend, Google is your friend. The fifth is have a great amount of tenacity to make your ideas come to life. The sixth is don't give potential investors everything. Know your worth and don't sell yourself short. 
And the seventh and final tip here is there's always a way to make things happen. Go for it, go for it, go for it. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. Remember, we are saving, investing, paying off debt, and living our best lives over here on Banks and Commentary. So have a happy new year, and we'll see y'all next week. Cue the outro music. Bring in the dancing lobsters. Mm-hmm.